Okay, quick note for the beginning of this episode. There is a little bit of noise right at the beginning. That clears up almost immediately. Uh, sorry about that. These things do occur at times, so don't let it dissuade you. Thanks. friends welcome back to nothing but a bob thing i'm justin i'm nathan we welcome you once again tonight we are embarking on a new adventure season four episode four winter sawscape nathan winter sawscape winter sawscape yes with guest a, artist yes it's an odd one <laughs> it's 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 definitely a departure from our normal fare but you know i can't mm-hmm. complain i enjoy right. i enjoy a good left turn now and then um yeah presented to us tonight not really much bob at all in this episode no bob, bob just clocked out and <laughs> ran across the street got a sandwich or something like he he was not a part of this he was like whew jeez thank god <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah this is all dorothy dent guest artist tonight we mentioned that on the last episode that she would be doing this week's painting and here we have it here we have it as i crack <laughs> my two o'clock white claw here we go it's summer everybody Woo! wow yeah. a white claw yeah oh got some on the computer that shouldn't be a problem mm. no white claw is actually good for computers i don't know if you knew this <laughs> if, you, if you have a computer virus mm-hmm. and you just dump a can of white claw <laughs> right on it, it clears the whole thing up right then particularly watermelon yeah uh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> It's become a summer favorite around here. I, I don't know what the deal is, but uh, we've been... Watermelon White Claw is a summer favorite? Well, no, just White Claw in general. Oh, but, yeah. <laughs> so, Ooh. before we get into the painting, we usually have some some bits for you up front. I got a couple bits. Do you have any bits? Well, I, uh, I thought maybe we'd spend some time introducing our guest artist. Oh, let's do that. Yes, absolutely. Dorothy Dent. Dorothy Dent. Dorothy I insist on pronouncing the second O. Dorothy. Not Dorothy. Dorothy. Dora, Dorothy. Yeah. So, so from her, her bio on her website, uh, Dorothy was always inclined to be artistic since childhood and has been involved in the creative art world for over 30 years. So 30 plus years. If we start doing some quick math... Assuming that this bio is updated. <laughs> I mean, we don't know when the bio was written. Right. Um, that would mean that this episode was filmed right at the beginning of her involvement in the creative art world. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because that would be like 35, what, 36 years? Well, was this an 84? This was an Yeah, this is an 84 original air date. September 26, 1984. So it's like the age that I am, basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, born in on a farm north of Springfield, Missouri. And for those who have never been 
to Springfield, Missouri, or the surrounding area. Mm. There's nothing in the surrounding area. Oh, really? <laughs> so when it says a farm, it means a farm. <laughs> Uh, she developed a love of old barns, water mills, cabins, and rural settings. You don't say. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> it certainly shows through on this painting, yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, her studio and retail art shop, Painter's Corner, Inc., is located in Republic, Missouri, just west of Springfield, and not far from Branson. Oh, okay. So, yeah. so if you're going to Branson uh, wanting to go to one of those poolside bars with a bunch of people right now and get coronavirus <laughs> real quick. Make sure that you stop off at her art art uh, art store and uh, <laughs> buy some of her products. Yeah, you really should. It's probably a better use of your time, honestly. Yeah. She's authored many books on landscape painting, as well as others that follow along with the two 13-week PBS television series, which aired yes. several years ago. Yes, that's something I want mm-hmm. to dive into some more. I mean, that's I'm very curious to try to find those episodes. I'm, I'm sure they're somewhere. They gotta They've got to Yeah. As a nationally recognized artist, she travels extensively in the USA, Canada, Japan. We know, we know Japan loves their American art. They really do. They love it. <laughs> they do. And Argentina. Ooh. Nice. I don't, I don't know why Argentina... Well, um, all all of the ex Nazis love American <laughs> art too. I don't know. Uh, teaching her painting methods, both in oils and acrylics, in an easy to understand step by step procedure, allowing even beginners to complete paintings they are proud of. She's now retired from teaching, but has kept her website open as her student, uh, so her students can still have access to her books, packets, and brushes. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. In addition, IMDb let me know that uh, Dorothy was married three times. Really? Yeah, I, that's the only fact that IMDb has about her. <laughs> <laughs> IMD, IMDb specifically? Wow. Yeah, huh. yeah. As that she's been married three times, I'm assuming uh, two of those ended because of her constant theft of... Uh, <laughs> construction equipment for paintings. <laughs> I don't know, but I assume. Uh, saw blades. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's great. Thank you, Nathan. That's a lovely little tidbit. Yeah, so of, now we know a Dorothy. little bit about Dorothy. We know where she's coming from. Uh, I will say throughout the episode, if you watch, which you should. Yeah, you should. Um, and she has a very... Very charming country accent. Seems yes. seems very very pleasant. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And uh, her sweater is a lovely shade of purple, the same color as her website. So. Yes, she <laughs> she is a fan of purple. <laughs> I didn't read that anywhere. I just figured it out. You figured it out, yeah. <laughs> you put two into. You're not a psychological expert, but come, right, come right. on. Cool. Well, in addition to that, I got a couple things I wanted to mention before we dive in uh, to the episode. First, uh, from our good friend Mike. Mike's been mentioned on the show before. I want to give a big shout out, a big thanks to Mike um, for sending us the companion book to this season of The Joy of Painting. Um, So I have in my hands right now, you can hear it. This is 
It's sound. Um, Experience the Joy of Painting, Volume 4 with Bob Ross. Contains over 350 how-to photos, Nathan. Um, And a detailed instructional oil painting guide based on the TV series. Now, Mike not only sent us this book, which I've thumbed through it, and let me tell you, this would be super helpful. (laughs) If you want to do any painting. Oh, I'm sure it would. (laughs) It's like really breaking it down. For example, Majestic Mountains, you've got all the materials you need listed, how to do the sky, trees and bushes, mountains. Um, Again, like up-close photos of how to hold your brush, what brush to use, all that jazz. And as a special touch, Mike, so that we don't get overexcited and just flip through you know, the series, as we, we, we don't like to look at the paintings beforehand. Like, that's something no. that you and I feel strongly about, right? I, I try my best not to see any <laughs> painting before it happens. No spoilers, right? No trailers. Nothing. Um, so, Mike, very cleverly, has put big envelopes um, over each episode's painting. So my. Yeah, so throughout this this series, we'll be able to reveal them. I'm thinking we do that like right before we we um, we rate probably, right? Uh, and put fresh eyes on these paintings. So thank you, thank you again, Mike, for sending this along and uh, for being such an an awesome listener and for your great emails. We appreciate you desperately. Um, in addition to that, I got one more thing. Our other pal Craig, um, who is all always painting on Twitch and all that stuff. I'll put a I'll put a link to Craig's stuff in the in the show notes this week. Um, Craig sent us in a voice message through the Anchor app, and I believe it's a little more info. Um, last time I was talking about Elizarin Crimson and all that, and how that yeah. how that works, how that right. was made and chemical compounds and stuff. I'm unqualified <laughs> to talk about um, right stuff we know nothing about, which is <laughs> the general theme of this podcast. Exactly. So Craig sent us in a little message. I'm going to play that for you all now. Hey, fellas. It's your friend Craig here again. <clears throat> I just uh, listened to your latest episode. And uh, since you like voice messages, I figured I'd chime in on the subject of colors. Now, you're talking about Elizarin Crimson in your latest episode. But did you know, and I'm not sure if you covered this topic before. I can't recall. But did you know that Indian yellow was once made from cow urine. The pigment in cow urine is how they used to make Indian yellow. I guess they dried it up or something like that. But that's just off the top of my head, so you may want to double check those facts. Just a little tidbit for your Bob Ross knowledge. Well, in general, art in general. I'll see you in the next show in Twitterverse. Oh, by the way, I know when Annette makes her first appearance. Okay, so I don't know if you could hear that, Nathan, but Craig was um, telling us about, in addition to Elizabeth Crimson, he was like, yeah, did you know, fun fact, they used to make Indian yellow using cow's urine. (laughs) Like, they would somehow Mm -hmm. dry out cow's urine or something. Um, I'm expecting they don't do that any longer. Um, (laughs) But Do you you think there's anywhere online where you can buy authentic... Indian yellow? That is that's <laughs> worth a Google, my friend. <laughs> that is worth a Google. In addition, Craig left us a little teaser there. He said he knows the first episode that Annette pops in, but he's not telling. So oh, he he has already threatened to tell me this once. Oh really? <laughs> on Twitter, yes. Uh, no, no, Craig. 
Do not. <laughs> no, Shame on you. We want to be surprised yet again. Mm-hmm. Making our point very clear. <laughs> we're, we're very into shock and awe. Um, all right, Nathan. I think that's a lovely top of the show. Look at us. Look at us. Yeah. Thank you, listeners, for uh, pouring in with the uh, material this week. Thanks, Craig. And thanks again, Mike. So let's jump in. Uh, Bob, take us in and get the hell out. Welcome back. I'm so glad you could join us again this week. And today I'm very, very excited. We've got so many cards and letters wanting to know how to paint saw blades that I've invited a special lady in today. I would like to introduce you today to a close personal friend of mine. I've known her and her husband, Joe, for quite a while. I'd like to introduce you today to Dorothy Dent. She comes to us right out of Missouri. Dorothy, we're so glad to have you with us today. Thank you, Bob. I'm really glad to be here. Well, I'm going to get off here and let you show them how to do a saw blade, and I'll be back with you at the end of the show. Good deal. Thank you. All right. So, <laughs> as we said, original air date, uh, September 26, 1984. Um, again, I know I know I'm very centered on when my birthday is, but uh, a month and a day, Nathan, a month and a day away. So I, I'm, yeah, I like how you've managed to find a way <laughs> to make the entire uh, series about you. Yeah, I know. I know that was that was struggling for a while, but I figured out a way. Um, so I am I am I am I am like third trimester in utero here um, Mm -hmm. at the moment. I mean, I could have been born on September 26, 1984, but I decided to cook a little bit longer. Um, Anyway, uh, winter sawscape, winter sawscape. So um, we get about, I don't know, three seconds of Bob. (laughs) Yeah, Bob is in and out. He's just like, hey, uh, this is my show. Anyway, this is Dorothy. Bye. (laughs) We've been friends for many years, as well as her husband, blah, 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 peace. Uh, which, you know, <laughs> is probably the right way to do it. I mean, she's a yeah. guest artist. Um, it's her episode. Yeah. You have to let her have her time. Um, before we get into this. Okay. Saw blades. Yeah. Saw blades. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> Why are we painting on saw blades? I gen- genuinely don't know. Um <laughs> I mean, I guess they were plentiful in, in, I mean, I've, I've certainly, I was thinking about this. I've certainly spent a fair amount of my life, you know, being a rural person, driving mm-hmm. around antique malls and things with my, with my grandparents and stuff. And there was always a lot of saw blade art. In fact, I think, I think my grandmother has a, like a nature scene saw blade in her house. But why? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There are so many flat surfaces that you can paint on. <laughs> it's, Why? It's like the white country folks version of graffiti. It's like, <laughs> 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 I'm going to paint a snow scene on this old saw blade. I'm going to deface this saw blade <laughs> That's right. with a lovely barn. <laughs> I mean, you would have thought like the time, the time that this grew out of, like people would still need metal. Like you would still recycle metal or something. I don't know. Like. I, that would be my impulse, you know. Yeah. But but I mean, I I I give people some credit for their creativity here. It is, uh, you know, it's a it's a it's a flat surface. <laughs> it is. It it's very flat. Um, that's pretty much all you can. I, it's just weird when the instruction for a painting yeah. begins with 
if you have rust on it, uh-huh. <laughs> make sure you sand the rust off, and then you're going to want to paint it with a paint that will keep the rust from coming back. Yeah. That's a weird beginning instruction to any landscape painting. <laughs> no, and, and Bob makes it sound like they had so many letters come in about painting on saw blades. Right. Like, did you, did you really, or did you have one? <laughs> I, maybe there were, maybe there were a ton. Maybe there was one person who really wanted to know. And just every day yeah. was shooting off a letter going, Hey, <laughs> The saw blade thing. I'm lost. How do I get started? <laughs> I'm writing my congressman, and then I'm writing that Bob Ross again. Uh. I I would also assume that it's not a thing you really need to ask that much about because, like we said, it's a flat surface. You just kind of paint on it like you would any other flat surface. <laughs> it's true. I mean, there's a <laughs> you do you do like you say. You have to deal with the rust. Um, and then she, I believe, she said she. She paints it with a flat black acrylic and allows mm-hmm. that to dry, which gives you something to work on. You, right. You would also, I assume, be doing this on dull saw blades. Like, I guess the idea being they've been used up as much as they could. Right. For their original well, purpose. If you didn't do it on a dull saw blade. <laughs> yeah. A, a dull saw blade. It would, it would be uh, probably the most dangerous art feature you could hang on your yes. wall. Yes. Someone should do like a modern art slash performance art piece where they just have a bunch of saws running and then they, they just splatter paint on them as, as the saws are going. I don't know. Saw blade, a... saw blade painting, but Jackson Pollock style. Yeah, that sounds, yeah. And, you know, since you've you got to be super drunk when you're doing it because that's also key to uh, yeah. Jackson Pollock style. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love Jackson Pollock, too, by the way. Okay, we're going to paint a saw blade today. You know, saws come in so many different interesting shapes and sizes, and many of you at home may have a blade that you would like to paint on. But, uh, yeah, so you allow your flat black acrylic to dry, which gives you something. She also sketches a rough idea on the blade before she begins, which is way different to Bob. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's not, she's not just going crazy. Right. Hers is a very meticulously planned painting, which is not what we're used to. No, not at all. <laughs> I mean, it is what we're used to, but usually we pretend that we haven't planned it out. Right, exactly. That's true. That's right. <laughs> yeah, and so it's not like a detailed sketch, but it's a rough idea of where the little barn's going to be. And she's working with a much smaller surface area, too. That's true. You know? Roughly a saw blade size. <laughs> I mean, it's a big saw blade, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, what is that saw for? I, that looks to me like the thing they use, you know, in the cartoon where, like, you get chopped into a million pieces. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's, it's a cartoon saw blade? That's it, what she was using? <laughs> yeah, it's like the one where, like, they take an entire tree and they just, like, rip it down the middle. Mm-hmm. It's like one of those. That's what it looks like to me. I don't know my blades, but uh, but there you go. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a smaller surface, but it's a big saw blade. It's a big so. saw blade, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so you get a lot of shots of her palette this time, and there's one really great spot where, like, she clearly didn't stand up fast enough. Like, <laughs> it's towards the end, but it's like the camera catches her like going whoop in the frame. Yep. <laughs> it was cute. That's all I'm gonna say. Um, and she uses a gigantic palette. 
huge uh, palette. Right, but she doesn't hold it in her hand either. She, she yeah. yeah. She paints with her right hand, but she's got this palette like laid down on a table in front of her. This palette would be big enough that you could also paint this painting on the palette. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> As it is also a flat surface. <laughs> I wonder if anyone's surely someone's done palette paintings before. That has oh, to be I would thing. imagine. Yeah, that seems like not too much of a leap. Um, yeah. Uh, so, and there's some interesting things about this. So, she's got much less paint on her palette. I noticed mm-hmm. um, than Bob usually does. Yeah, I've I've pulled up the two-inch brush page on this painting. Mm-hmm. There are seven total colors oh, used in this entire painting. One of them is the the black that she painted to begin with, yep. the black gesso. Uh-huh. So you really are working with six six colors. <laughs> That's it. Dorothy, yeah, Dorothy, very limited palette. And, and she said they would run the colors across the screen and... I couldn't tell if they ever actually did that or not in the episode. Yeah, I don't. I didn't see it. Yeah. I may not have been paying close enough attention. <laughs> I may have been still trying to figure out the whole saw blade situation. Yeah. A, <laughs> it does take a minute to wrap your mind around what's going on. Um, and there's there's at least one other curious thing on her palette. Um, there's a little like bowl of some kind of purple liquid. Did you see that? I did. I have no idea what it was. Well, and she never used it. So yeah. I, she didn't say what it was, and she didn't use it. So we, we have no idea. So if anyone out there in the art world, friends, hello, knows what this purple liquid is, that would be cool to know. It's probably something really obvious that we just don't know because we're ignorant. <laughs> so, yeah. But there you go. Uh, something for you to work on. Sometimes people cover their canvas with black and they're not used to that or their saw blade or whatever they're painting on and they think, gee, they better cover up all that black. Well, that's not the reason we put it on there. We just put it on there so you can use it. Um, you know, it gets started the way most of our paintings get started. There's a sky. Um, mm-hmm. There's clouds. Again, yeah. um, her style is, is so different, though. You know, um, she's much more, I mean, again, the small, smaller surface area, but I would say she's much more exact than Bob seems to be. Yeah, Bob, I mean, we all know this by now, he kind of just slaps some paint on sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's what, uh, Dorothy does not. (laughs) Dorothy knew exactly what she was doing at every second. Yeah. There was no uh, happy accident on her painting. (laughs) It's not allowed because she only has a saw blade to work with. Right. And and she speaks in this in this lovely southern accent. Um, yeah. So, you know, she's definitely more energetic than Bob. I think my note is uh, uh, she seems less stoned than Bob. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> not, oh, yeah. I'm not saying that Bob was stoned, but he seems stoned a lot of the time. Um, we, don't, we don't know that he was, <laughs> but we don't know that he wasn't. Right, exactly. So. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, maybe she's a little nervous. I, I don't think she had had her own series by this point yet. No, uh, that was later. Okay. And um, I, I did feel... Like there was some, I don't know exactly what I'm doing right now. <laughs> right, right. Like first time jitters. Kind yeah. Of thing. Like, yeah. I'm, uh, and now I do this part. Okay. <laughs> like they're just, and this is not a critique of her, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Cause she did very well for a person who does not have a painting show 
that right. airs weekly on PBS at this point. <laughs> yes, <laughs> she did a great job. But there, there was a lot of, you could tell she thought she needed to keep talking to pace the show out yes. and things like that. Yes, that's right. That's right. And that, that's, you know, and we saw that with Bob certainly towards the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he mellowed out over time, you know, and yeah. God, I mean, by this season, yeah. he is leaving long minute long silences. Yes. In his episode where all you hear is the brush and maybe he'll mutter a thing or two, but <laughs> yeah. he's not, He's not saying full things throughout the entire episode. No, definitely not. Definitely not. Um, and she is really charming. You know, and as you listen to a person, you pick up on certain things. Um, to me, her accent reminds me of a lot of folks I grew up around's accent. The more it's, it's a, it, I mean, she's from Missouri. So, and I'm, I'm from the, the deep South, really. So, right. it's different, but there are some similarities. It's more, it's a more what you would say, quote unquote, genteel southern yeah. accent you know <laughs> yeah it's a she she has a charming southern accent she loves the word moist moist loves the word moist <laughs> and wiggle wiggles yeah. her other favorite word wiggly wiggly the word moist is said roughly five thousand times in this <laughs> and it made me think of all of the uh all of the people i've ever met in my life that hate the word moist <laughs> yeah oh yeah <laughs> Oh man, they would hate this episode. It would make them very uncomfortable. Absolutely, they would. You want to just go wiggly, wiggly, real soft and light. Lots have lots of little fences. Let's put a little old wiggly one right back here in the back. And and so you know, just progressing along, uh, we get our, our sky, we get our background trees, we get our cabin. A lot of time spent on that little uh, cabin or barn. I think mm-hmm. it's a barn actually. Yeah, it's uh, a it's a red barn. Red barn. Uh, very, very nice barn. Oh, it's it's great. Um, yeah, I know we're not to a rating portion here, but out of all the man-made structures we've seen mm-hmm. in this series, this is towards the top. Oh, absolutely. I would agree. Yeah, I would agree. Um, and it's small. Again, it's sort of intricate, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I dig that. You know, it, uh, and she uses a color in in the barn that I don't see Bob using a lot. It's not a lizard in crimson. It's a Venetian. Uh, Venetian yeah. red, Venetian yes. red. Yes, yeah. Uh, and on two-inch brush, it describes it as bright red. Oh, okay. So it's a less. So it's a very, okay. very bright red compared to what we normally are dealing with. Gotcha. Okay, that it's that, not as muted. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, the more I think about it, a barn painted on a saw blade is like the essence of Americana, isn't it? Like, yeah, that's <laughs> that's about as American as it gets. That's that's kind of what what Dorothy gives you. She's uh she's as American as apple pie for sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Go ahead. There, there were so there are a couple techniques that she used on this. Yes, they're very different than Bob that I thought were interesting. Um, you mentioned the wiggling. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so the for those not looking at the painting, there's a barn. There's a snowy landscape in front of it. There's nice trees behind the barn. Yes, and then there's a little pond. Uh-huh. The that she uh, she wiggled her brush to create waves in the yes. pond. Yes, yes. So, so with Bob, we we get the brush down, brush to the side. Right. That's the water. We're done. Hers was a lot more detailed with the wiggling. 
Yes. It was interesting. It was, yeah. Yeah, and the brushes, again, she reaches for are smaller, more exacting brushes. Mm-hmm. And I heard her say things like, use the chisel side of the brush. And I'm like, I don't know what that means. Yeah. Um, because that's the first I, time I've heard that. <laughs> it was weird because she was she was less specific and more specific about brushes at the same time. Yes. Like, Bob doesn't tell you to use the chisel side, anything like that. It's just like, get the two-inch brush. Bah. She just kept going, and you get like a little bit smaller of a brush. Right. A little bit smaller. <laughs> but then telling you exactly what to do with the brush. <laughs> right, right, right. It was very different. It was very different, yeah. So uh, the water and then the sort of foreground and then, you know, this episode, I got to say, as I was watching it, it felt like it went by in like five minutes. It was. It did go really fast. For a for a joy of painting episode, it's sort of action packed. <laughs> is how I felt. Work it in, just kind of go around the hole. Um, and so she, uh, she you got to make sure to paint around the hole in the center of the saw blade. That's very Good important. To know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 then in the foreground, um, what I thought was a really great tree. Yeah. The and um. The branches of the tree, again, going back to the the planning, seemed much more planned out. She says you can put them wherever you want. Right. But talked about making sure the spacing is correct on the branches and it's even on both sides. You don't want to hit one side more than the other. And Yes. Whereas Bob would not explain that to you. He would just expect you to not screw up his tree. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Don't ruin his tree. <laughs> it's a great tree with a lot of texture. To mm-hmm. it. And she does a cool little technique on how to create the bark and talks about how you got to make some holes in there for squirrels to live in and all that yeah. stuff. I love it. It's great. Yeah. I was I was really impressed. The other technique uh, with the fence posts. Yes. That she did, Same here. Same here. The double loaded brush. Yes. Technique. Yes. Never, uh, and maybe maybe Bob has done this, and I've just forgotten. Mm-hmm. But the double loaded brush technique, where you take a brush, you dip one side in a dark, and one side in the white. Yes. And then you can just swipe down. You got the shading on the yeah. the post. You do two and one. Yeah. Um, I think Bob has genius. showed. It is genius. I, I think Bob has showed us that once. But he doesn't do it a lot. It's like not a technique he reaches for. Yeah. Uh, yeah. she She's clearly done that more than one time. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> she's mastered that because yeah. I, I was imagining how it would look if I got that done. <laughs> and there would definitely be splotches of dark on the light. And it would, it would be bad. It, yeah, it would. Yeah, I know exactly. I, I would just have a smudge. It would just be a gray smudge right down the middle. <laughs> yeah, I'd press too hard and just just completely screw the whole thing up. It would be oh, yeah. nasty. Um, so, yeah, we get our wiggly fence, um, <laughs> some wiggly branches, again, wiggly. Um, and then some, th- these are her words, some nice, loose, lacy-looking snow, sn- uh, snow clusters, I think she says, yeah. And boy, do those snow clusters look loose. (laughs) You know, not the kind of snow cluster you take home to mom. Just saying. No, no, no. That is a loose snow cluster. (laughs) So all in all, I mean, it's um, 
a very complete painting. Um, I think, you know, uh, she did really great for, you know, this probably being her first television appearance as far as we know. And, yeah. you know, doing it in front of Bob would be a bit stressful because, you know, he's already, um, maybe he's not a, a world-renowned celebrity at this point, but he's... He's a known figure. He's a known, especially in the art world, he's very known. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, it would be it would be challenging to do that with a camera in your face as well. <laughs> yeah, you, you know that Bob was standing off to the side just muttering, you need one more tree. <laughs> just one... <laughs> One more big tree. <laughs> he was thinking it so hard that it, you know, people can hear it. That in their barn minds. is not. That barn's not obscured by a tree. You need to <laughs> cover half of that up real quick. <laughs> Where are all the dead alcoholics in this painting? I mean, really, like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> um, and then my my last sort of thought is, you know, when Bob bookends, right? When he comes back in at the end of the episode. Again, he doesn't say much. He's like, oh, thanks a lot, Dorothy. We loved having you. And you get to see them beside each other for a second, and you realize Bob's pretty damn tall. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he uh, he's not a slight man. No. Um, <laughs> what? Let's see. This is, this is worth a Google here. Okay. Bob was 6'2". Wow, that's pretty tall. I mean, six two. It's not crazy tall, but that's a that's a pretty tall person. Yeah. It's above average. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, you know, he's taller. He's taller than Fred Rogers, as it says here on Google. <laughs> Is this like a uh, celebrity death match of uh, <laughs> PBS personalities? Well, okay. So, <laughs> I'm glad you brought this up. So, okay. if we had a celebrity death match oh, between God. Bob Ross and Mr. Rogers, yeah. Who's who's going to win that? It's hard to know. Um, I mean, you have to... I don't think it's true that, that Fred Rogers was a sniper in, in the war, like everyone says. Uh, no, that's like an that, urban legend, right? Yeah, that's an urban legend. Okay. And we do know that Bob had a ball-busting side. Right, that's true. But I, But I feel like he's dealt with that. So, I mean, I don't know. You know... I just watched Karate Kid with my with my child last night, and mm -hmm. uh, Bob is like the Mr. Miyagi character at this point. Um, you oh. know, Mr. Miyagi was like in the war and stuff and was a real badass, uh, but he has given all that up, and he's like a really peaceful guy. <laughs> Except when he's training like, teenagers, yeah. I feel like their fight would just end in a, a <laughs> hug fight in the middle. Yeah. Like they just hug until one of them gives up, and that's the end of the fight. Fred Rogers' uh, sweater gets stuck in Bob's afro, and then it's just it's all over. <laughs> oh, that's great! Yeah, I love that. If Huel Hauser was involved, he would beat both of them. He was a really big guy. He was a bodybuilder uh, at, at in his prime, so I think he would wipe well, them out. <laughs> He's in a different weight class. Oh, that's true. Good point. Good point. He has to fight some other PBS personality. <laughs> the guy from Antiques Roadshow. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> or like America's <laughs> Test Kitchen or something. I'm a big PBS person, can you tell? Uh, so You know, water is clear, and it just reflects what's around it. So this water is going to reflect what is around it. Yeah. Uh, any any other thoughts you had about winter sawscape, Nathan? Um, no, I mean it's like we said, it's a very action-packed episode, but also 
she just kind of does it. <laughs> she, yeah, she just executes, right? Like, Dorothy didn't knew what was going on. She knew what she wanted to do. She got in there and she did it, and she did it extremely well. So, what more can you ask for? Yeah. I, I can't say anything bad about it. Well, I mean, we'll find out. Yeah, not second. yet. <laughs> right, but... I I I feel like her appearance on the show, she did very well. She was absolutely delightful. It was a a wonderful shakeup from the normal fare. Um, yeah, I mean, I always enjoy that. I always enjoy a little variety. So it was great to have her <laughs> way back in September yeah. nineteen eighty four. Thank you, Dorothy. <laughs> Agreed. All right, so shall we? Yeah. Uh, for those who are new to the podcast, need a reminder. Maybe you should have paid attention the last time. Whatever. Um, <laughs> we rate every painting from The Joy of Painting in five categories. Four points available each. Bonus points awarded as we see fit. Uh, um, I will propose a bonus point here. Oh, please do. For, for Dorothy. As Dorothy, as far as we know, was a rookie. This was okay. a rookie performance. Yeah, I am proposing a rookie of the year point Ooh, for her. Ooh, I like it. Okay, I like it. Plus one rookie of the year. I I feel like that that seems fair. Um, uh, yeah, I think so. I was gonna maybe okay. propose one for doing it on a saw blade, but you know, that's <laughs> we knew what we were getting into. I guess so. We <laughs> I don't I don't feel like she gets one for that because. Until someone can explain to me why we're painting on saw blades, I don't. <laughs> I just don't understand. Um, so the first category is visual impact. Hang a on, four. I gotta, I gotta crack my rating white claw. This is my. This is my. Uh, you have a. I have another one. What flavor is this one? This one's tangerine. The first one was lemon. Um, I I really don't recommend the watermelon. By the way, that's that's kind of nasty. Um, well, watermelon flavored anything is terrible. That's true. It's like too many flavors or something. Oh, tangerine's okay. I think lemon is my my favorite thus far. Oh, all right. All right. Well, we all know Justin's favorite white claw now. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, first category is visual impact. A four is it has the power to wow the viewer. Yes. Three is it has a lasting impact on the viewer. Two is it holds the viewer's attention. One is there's little or no impact. Hey, should I pull the uh, envelope off? Of the uh, well, absolutely. Okay, here I go. Here I go, everybody. Here I go. This really only benefits me, but uh, <laughs> but here we go. Oh, yeah. At least one of us has a, a good picture in front of them. It, yes, here we go. Okay, I'm flipping the page. Oh, look at it. Look at it. And there's a nice little bio for Dorothy Dent right here. Very nice. Very nice. Oh my gosh, you have a um, a full address for Painter's Corner out in Republic, Missouri here, and a telephone number, which I, I can only imagine is not is not in service. But there you go. Beautiful. Wow, this is a great photo. Okay. Anyway, are you going to give them a call? I mean, I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I am <laughs> considering it. Okay. Please proceed, sir. All right. So four is it has the power to wow. Three is it has lasting impact. Yeah. I don't know that I'm, I'm wowed yeah. by it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's definitely more than it holds my attention. 
I would say a three for me. I'm, I'm going to agree with you there. Um, and clearly this photo in the book is um, she must have done multiple saw blades, which again, where the hell do you get all these saw blades? <laughs> um, That's what I'm saying. Right. That's what drove the other the other husbands into insanity. <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming they got institutionalized. I don't just know. Didn't give her enough saw blades. <laughs> yeah. What more do you want from me? <laughs> saw blades. I want more saw blades. Um, <laughs> I work all day to provide you saw blades. Um, um, so this is a, clearly a very much more detailed version, um, and it's quite striking, I have to say. But yeah, I agree with you for the for what we saw in the episode. I think it's a three. Okay. Um, interpretation and creativity. A four is it shows unique and creative interpretation, and the effort was far beyond that required with great attention to detail. A yeah. two. <clears throat> is it shows clear understanding and with more effort it might have been outstanding yeah so i'm i'm not gonna keep going because uh, no. we know it's not a two or a one right it uh it's definitely between three and four on that i feel like the effort was pretty strong <laughs> yeah i do too i do too uh the the planning um i mean there's some creativity involved in just doing it on a saw blade right yeah yeah well, and uh, I mean, like we like we discussed, the barn is more detailed than what we're used to. Yes, the water is more detailed. The tree bark was more detailed. Mm-hmm. I I gotta give it a four. I'm I'm with you on that. I think uh, I think we are simpatico tonight, my friend. Oh man, <laughs> uh, composition and design. <laughs> a four is it shows and effectively utilizes knowledge of the elements and principles of design, and it effectively filled the entire space. I'm not even going to read past that. No. Yeah. Because it's a saw blade, and she filled the entire space <laughs> very effectively. I would agree. There's um, all the sort of... Uh, all the sort of design points you want to hit as far as foreground, background, where things are, I think she nailed it. Yeah. Uh craftsmanship a four is it demonstrates a mastery of skill and a clear understanding of specific medium qualities the design is beautiful and complete a three is it shows some understanding and it's pleasing and partially complete a two is it's fairly neat <laughs> you just have to read that one don't you uh-huh uh, yeah it makes me happy <laughs> uh yeah yeah no i'm I mean, I again, I don't see a, I don't see a reason not to give her full points here. I don't either. Okay. Well, this is going it, very smoothly. <laughs> and finally, criteria. We were promised a winter sawscape. A winter sawscape. Now, <laughs> that's not a thing. We'll we'll start with that. Okay. Yeah. However. <laughs> Assuming that she didn't think sawscape was an actual word and was just, you know, yeah, you know, playing with us a little bit. Yeah. I think that we met all the requirements for this this painting. I agree. I think uh even just the word sawscape is real fun. By the way, yeah. if you want to do a drinking game for this episode, just just take a drink every time we say the word saw, saw blade, or sawscape. <laughs> Or moist. Or moist. Or wiggly. Um, yeah. <laughs> any of those work. <laughs> you have to take a full shot every time they say moist. Enjoy your alcohol poisoning. Um, so, I, I mean, yeah. 
It, I, I'd say it's a four. I would say it's a four as well. So we only gave her a three on the first category. but However, we gave her bonus points. Exactly. So this is a clean sweep. This is 100%. There we go. Dorothy. Dorothy. Knocking it out of the park on your first appearance. Wow. Way rookie of the year, I'm telling you. She is, man. Rookie of the year. What can you say? Well, not now, but she was. <laughs> Great well, job. yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> now she's a she's a grizzled veteran. Yeah, there you go. She's out there, you know, guiding the other rookies. <laughs> And I love that game, that no hitter she pitched that time when she was on acid. That was amazing. Oh, it was it was the best. <laughs> For those who don't know, Dorothy was also a major league pitcher <laughs> in the seventies. So I don't know much about baseball, but I know there was a guy who pitched a no hitter while he was tripping on acid. Right? That's yeah. Have you ever heard the whole story of it? I've heard a lot. Of, yeah. Um, a friend of mine actually wrote a song about it. So I, I've, uh, but I would love a refresher. He, uh, I mean, I don't know how much we want to get into that on this particular podcast. There's a full documentary where he talks about it. Is it Doc Ellis? Is that right? Doc? Yes. Oh, my God. Look at me. Whoa. Uh, Doc Ellis um, took acid and then pitched a no-hitter. And he he has descriptions of, like, watching the glove move around (laughs) as he's trying. Like, the catcher is holding the glove steady. For yeah. a target, right? But the glove is not steady. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, that's amazing! That's one of my favorite yeah. stories ever of anything. It's so good. <laughs> oh man, well, this was a delightful departure, and uh, that would be another great title for this episode: "Delightful Departure." Um, there's one for you, Bob. Paint that from the grave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Mother Nature does that. So we better too. She knows how. Yeah, well, I, I mean, there's not much more to say. Congratulations, Dorothy. Uh, I don't know if she ever returns to the Joy of Pain. I'm sure we'll find out. I'm sure we'll find out in the next eight years or whatever. And uh, yeah, <laughs> we'll have to, and we'll have to look around and try to do a special episode with one of her her shows if we can find it. I think we should. That'd be a that'd be an alternate reality like our uh, Bill Alexander episodes. Um, yeah. Which I gotta admit are some of my favorite things that we ever do, Nathan. I uh, <laughs> I really enjoy Oh Bill. <laughs> you know, I think he was I think he did about four thousand paintings on acid. So <laughs> there you go. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> he is painting stock Ellis. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or more, I don't know. He's really he seems on the verge of rage all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know who that is, but someone. Um, yeah, well, uh, geez, how, how do people get in touch with us, Nathan? Uh, if you are on Twitter, find us at Bob underscore Thang with an A pod. That's right. Uh, you can also email us. It's nothing, no G, but a Bob thing at gmail.com, as many of you have. And we, we love getting your messages there. And we also love when you leave us voice messages, as our pal Craig did uh, in the Anchor app, if you use that. Um, it's always great to get a get an awesome review um, or, uh, you know, a uh, less than awesome, but, but not too bad review. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, be honest. Be honest. We're not going to twist your arm. Um, I mean, we might a little. <laughs> So if you get the opportunity to do that, please do. Um, in any event, uh, we love being here with you. Thank you for having us into your homes and into your hearts uh, whenever you're listening to this episode. 
Until next time, just remember, there are no mistakes. Just happy accidents. Oh, good night, everybody. I think that's just about done. Dorothy, thank you very much. That is beautiful. Didn't I tell you she was fantastic? We'll be looking forward to seeing you next week. Until then, happy painting. God bless. Bye-bye. and all kinds of things in here. Just kind of let them go in and out. And they'll just look great, but we're going to leave that for you to do at home.